Hey everybody, uh, today we're going to be looking at Proverbs chapter 24, verses 10 through 12. If you faint in the day of adversity, your strength is small. Rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. If you say, Behold, we did not know this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it? And will he not repay man according to his work? First off, Solomon, he talks about the day of adversity when it comes to us. I mean, we live in difficult times right now as, as I write this. And I suppose it really shouldn't surprise us all that much. We all experience times in our life that are especially and extremely difficult. They're overwhelming. And Solomon says, how if we faint in this, then our strength is small. I mean, we should know difficulty is going to come to us in a broken world. If nothing else, I mean, we're not so naive to not realize that we're all going to face death one day. And that usually comes with various ills like pain and, and uh, sickness, things like that. So, um, yeah, Solomon says, if you faint... Now, we know what fainting is. I mean, when our head gets light and fuzzy, we can't stand or walk. and We can't handle the needed task in our life and we try to make it to the bed, if possible. Uh, if not, we may fall and even go unconscious. Now, let's take a look at um, the primary action that Solomon is promoting in this passage. It seems he's given us a, an example of this kind of adversity, which is staggering and yet very important. Verse 11 says, rescue those who are being taken away to death. Hold back those who are stumbling to the slaughter. So yes, they are going through adversity, but this task that we have, it can be difficult for us as well. And I think that's the main thrust. I mean, he's speaking to us here about this. And I, I think in the passage, we can see an, an exhortation for good in both the physical and the spiritual and, and even how they come together. For example, in the world, we see many of the elderly who are lonely and they feel they're without purpose. We need to step up. We, see, we set ourselves up as judges over poor people, self-consciously maybe, but in our mind calling them lazy or ignorant. And, and, and so we easily dismiss them. But we should have heart for rescuing all these people. And, and we see people in, in marriages, for example, who are being abused by their spouse. Children are being mistreated, taken advantage of. And we see children aborted in the womb. And all of these people are experiencing adversity, yes. However, Solomon addresses his words, it seems to me, that to those of us who have taken up the charge of God, his mission, and those of us who are in that group who are able to rescue those from varying oppressions. And this can be a, a daunting task for us. And Solomon says, if we faint, our strength is small. However, we know that in ourselves, we're weaklings, all of us. And, and only with the strength that God supplies can we rescue those who are being swallowed up in a broken world. Um, 
But the spiritual side of this is is much more significant and consequential, I think. Uh, the world, Satan, the brokenness of man's own sinful heart, all of darkness is leading people all around us to slaughter, eternal slaughter and death that never ends, separated from God and all things good. And our heart for others in, who face physical suffering, uh, it syncs up with our heart for those in spiritual anguish. And we can do both. And our text today, verse 12, reminds us of our accountability to God. And here's what it says. If you say, behold, we did not know this, does not he who weighs the heart perceive it? Does not he who keeps watch over your soul know it? And will he not repay man according to his work? So it is true that good works carry a reward. I want to just talk about this briefly here. Matthew 6 speaks a lot about it. And you can read that or uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 breaks it down very clearly. I'll read a little bit of that. 1 Corinthians 3.11 For no one can lay a foundation other than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. And then Paul goes on and explains in detail more about it. Then verse 14, if the work that anyone has built on the foundation survives, he will receive a reward. But look, only the good works motivated out of a heart for God's glory, the one, a heart that God has changed, actually count for good works. And we can't claim bragging rights for doing them even, because God's mercy and his grace brought it about in our life. He is the one that's doing the work in us. And, and, and as we work it out, he even gives us like extreme joy for doing it. <laughs> it used to be that seeking our own glory brought us joy uh, or a type of joy or a happiness we thought. But now seeking his glory brings us uh, joy. So, but sure, anyone can do <laughs> some good legalistic type of work. I mean, if we gave money to the poor or or worked at the homeless shelter or in the food kitchen. In fact, if we gave everything we had, but we didn't do it from a changed heart with agape love, then it profits us nothing. So rewards will be handed out in heaven, but it will bring glory back to God. It will be his work in us. Uh, then finally, in closing, the Bible is also very clear that we will not only be rewarded for good works, but we will be judged by our works. That is, the works motivated by Christ in us. In other words, we became a believer by faith in Jesus without any works whatsoever. But on Judgment Day, our works which were motivated and quickened by God will be the verification um, of our salvation. Uh, this says, this person knows Jesus Christ. Let me read a couple verses here. Romans 2, 6, he will render to each one according to his works. And I think this is talking about salvation here. To those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. So this is a person whose heart 
has been changed and seeks good and does good things and has patience. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. And then self-seeking, that points us to a heart that has not been changed. So I'm going to read this last verse and then I'll pray. I think it actually explains it maybe the best of all. Here's what it says, Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything, but only faith working through love. So Father God, thank you for your word today, the words of Solomon, how that we, uh, we all face adversity in a broken world and that we have a mission uh, to rescue those who are being led away to death and to the slaughter and uh, we're accountable to you lord and it takes a changed heart to to do this mission nothing legalistic accounts for anything but only faith working and there's that word lord work um, only faith working through love and that's through the love that you quicken in our own hearts Thank you for this great gift that comes through Jesus. In his name we pray. Amen.